Hello, and thank you for joining us. This is Brian, your host of the Parish the Thought Show. The opinions of said host and our guests have not been sanitized or scientifically tested, so please consume at your own risk. Ladies and gentlemen, and whoever else is listening, welcome back to the program. Today, my guest is Carlo Barrera, a fourth visit with me regarding the Dreamers Act and the DACA program. Carlo is a DACA recipient, and his family has been here for 20-plus years, and he is still the only member of his family that is not a U.S. citizen. So we are talking about the progress of the Dreamers Act. We started this interview back in November of 2020, right before the election, to just kind of shed some light on who Dreamers are. Uh, it's easy to think that these policies that our government puts out are just uh, faceless and nameless, but there's actual humans behind them. So sit down and welcome to episode four of this series. So anyway, Carlo, my favorite DACA recipient, we're, this is part four of our, four. We're already of our indefinite crazy. part interview about yeah. what's happening with the DACA program and issues and, and you trying to get it. Tell us what's what's the latest update since we last uh, spoke. So when was the last time we spoke? Was that three or four months ago at least? Yeah. So um, the latest update, which was uh, on, I think like the second week of March, was that the House uh, Congress passed the DREAM Act. So the Dream and Promise Act, which basically is an attempt at permanent legislation for DACA recipients to gain like a pathway to citizenship. So that was passed like mid-March. Um, and since then, so obviously the House of Representatives is is controlled by the Democrats. So that was um that was mostly guaranteed, essentially guaranteed to pass. It was, it was uh um everyone predicted it would pass and, and it did. Um and then the big holdup and the big question is whether the next the next step for it to actually become a, a bill is for it to pass uh, the Senate. So that's obviously, that's what everyone, that was, that's what everyone was worried about was the, uh, the Senate just because it's so close. It's uh, what is it? 51 or four. Oh, so it's, 50, the, the, 50, right? yeah, it's, it's so um, equally divided. Yeah. So I, I believe it's actually, yeah, it's 50, 50. And then uh, uh, Kamala would be the, the, uh, the, the tiebreaker vote. But um, with like the, and again, I'm not super, uh, uh well versed on the filibuster rule but from what i know is we would need around 60 uh votes to actually uh for the to, to prevent the republicans from filibustering the bill um which right now if it got put up to a vote the the republicans could filibuster it and then it would just go back to square one so um yeah i mean no no real updates um a few weeks ago six DACA recipients met with president biden and kind of just told them told them their stories, uh, and that meeting was sort of to urge the Senate to vote and pass uh, the Dream and Promise Act. The reason um, that I've been reading, the reason it's been getting held up by Congress or by the Senate, and because a lot, not a lot, but um, a decent amount of Republican Republican senators are for uh, the Dream Act and are for DACA and DACA recipients. The problem is that it's getting packaged into kind of like a bundle of bills. One of them being the uh, Farmers, it's called the Farmers Act, um, which basically it was, uh, which I'm, I'm for 100%. It's uh, 
basically if you were a farm worker, an undocumented farm worker in the last two years. So basically highlighting those farm workers that worked through the pandemic and basically put food on the table of Americans during the worst pandemic in, in global history, essentially, um, that would provide a path, basically same thing as DACA recipients. It would provide like a five year uh, temporary legal status, basically a green card for five years, and then you'd be able to apply for your citizenship. And a lot, if not all Republican senators are against that bill. Do, so do you, do they tell you, or do you know, it's so hard to know why or how, because just depending on which media source is spinning it, but what's the main, what's their beef against it? Their, their beef against it is that it would just encourage more. So the Republican beef against it is that it, it would encourage more uh, immig Im immigrants yeah. from, you know, South American countries, Mexico, whatever, to come into the U.S. and work, become farm workers, knowing that they could, uh, that could essentially lead to a pathway to citizenship, which I mean, I see that point, but at the same time, and, and there's been many interviews from like farm owners and other American farmers that they've, there's a shortage of workers because there's only one set of people, one group of people that will do that terrible, like just that terrible backbreaking physical work. Yeah, literally backbreaking um, under terrible health conditions. Um, and that's that those are immigrants and those are people of Mexico, of South America that are willing to just come here and just, just get, to get here, just to get an opportunity exactly, to be here. and get paid pennies on the dollar to break their backs, to be in scorching heat. Um, so, and that's, that's kind of like the, the opposite argument of towards uh, against the Republicans is that yes, like more people might want to come and become farmers and that be knowing that that could potentially get them a pathway to citizenship. But at the same time, if you prevent that, then there's going to be a shortage of farmers work, farmer workers, which will uh, then increase costs. And that's, you know, that's where, that's where people exactly. will really start listing is when it affects their wallet. Exactly. Um, so that's, that's the, I think from what I've been reading um, and from, I, I watched some of the arguments uh, that the Republic, that Republican uh, from the house of representatives did uh, against the, uh, when it was when it was put on the vote, when it was when both bills were put up to to a vote um, uh, in in the House of Representatives, and those were the arguments basically that they don't want these bills packaged, and because they're against the Farmers Act, because it would promote illegal immigration, and that these people essentially don't deserve um, a pathway to citizenship because they they came here illegally, have just because they showed up, yeah. Um, well, what do the they have? Time, it's like they're they're the they are. The doing the work of just of deserving of to, to be here and to be yeah because they're not just here sloughing but there's there's that there's that argument that oh they just come here and milk our system which i'm sure there's some that do but right. be, some do media is going to grab a hold of that sexy part exactly and, that to, to and i think what, what a lot of and they know this republican senators and republican uh representatives aren't dumb people they they know that these immigrants these farm workers are coming here getting paid essentially nothing paying those taxes back to the government and then not reaping any of those benefits so they're not okay. getting any health care they're not getting any uh tax refund in april they're not getting any of those benefits that they're not getting social security retirement anything like that that any u.s citizen would get um if they were doing those jobs and they, they know that and they just don't they prefer not to share that with their constituents because they know that like you said, that's not sexy. That's not appealing. That's not going to yeah. further their 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 point and further their their cause. Well, why do they have to? Why are they? I mean, why not just do the DACA bill 
separately? Why do they have to package it? Or is that a, is that a sneaky way for guns to, to sneak? Yeah, that's they call the pork 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 projects. They call them sometimes. Um, that's I'm not sure about that to be honest. I'm assuming they want um from what I've heard uh Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer uh say about it is that they they do believe that both bills should be passed, which I I'm totally on board for, and like that's essentially what um what the previous administration did and like they, what they were trying to do was what trump was trying to do last the last four years was pretend essentially that he was on the side of DACA recipients and for dreamers but like he would use us as essentially a pawn and say okay we'll give amnesty and give a pathway to citizenship for dreamers but you're going to provide all funding for a wall or you're gonna uh you know cut this part of immigration out of out of a bill or or whatever increase deportations, like fund ICE, whatever. And no dreamer wanted that. We were like, all right, if we we know we deserve, we know what we deserve, which is a pathway to citizenship. We're not willing to essentially budge or we're not willing to be used as a bargaining tool or a bargaining chip to get negative uh, immigration bills passed, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's been tough. And like, that's what happened the last four years. And now it's kind of the, now it's the flip side of that coin, right? So now the 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 Democrats are saying, we know that DACA recipients deserve a pathway to citizenship, but we also know that these farm workers who literally risk their lives uh, in the fields during a global pandemic also deserve a pathway to citizenship. And sort of both groups of people, farmer farmer workers, know that we deserve that DACA recipients deserve this pathway to citizenship. DACA recipients know that farmer workers deserve this pathway to citizenship. So we we don't want to budge, and I think that's where like that um, sort of stop is coming from which yeah. is yeah so it's frustrating for sure but um but yeah i think that's 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 where we're at right now and like and, and again i think i mentioned this last last podcast but i have no I, I don't know when i was mentioning this to a few friends i was like i don't know what the holdup is for even just like just to put both of these even if it's in a bundle i don't know why the senate hasn't voted on them yet i don't know like i legitimately it's not like a uh a rhetorical question it's like i legitimately don't know why like next week they can't just like gather and vote i don't know if it's like a scheduling thing or if it's like i, I just i have no idea um uh, well i have a theory and it's a general government theory is that because government has no competition so they do not have to be in a hurry to do anything because no one's going to go anywhere else where are you going to go yeah so it's a disease that it runs rampant worldwide with you know this great massive monolithic entity that's got no competition yeah that's a great point because like don't hurry why, why they're do not, they don't care they're not affected by it exactly you know it's my you know that's my theory could be wrong someone can call me out on that if they want to but i don't know i just don't it's ridiculous it happens everywhere yeah on every level of government they just go into a dmv just walk into a dmv anytime just yeah there's a reason on that zootopia movie that they had a sloth did you see it yeah yeah yeah, yeah the sloth because yeah. it's just like and that's what's so funny about it because it's real it's just like i'm no afraid to serve yeah so you exactly. don't care it's uh, it's, oh, it's a horrible mentality but there it is but um so yeah that's that's kind of where we're at um like a personal update which is just sort of furthers further proves how broken the immigration system is so as i mentioned uh i think during our first episode and if anyone here is listening that that's new it's i'm a i'm a one of six kids from a family, yeah, family of eight, uh, six kids of a mixed status family. So my three younger siblings were all born here, they're US citizens. And then my parents got 
their citizenship through my older sister when she was born here as well. And she became, uh, sorry, when she was 21, she was able to get my parents their green cards and then now they're, uh, they're citizens. My brother got married. So my brother and I were the only dockers or only ones here undocumented for the longest time. Then DACA was uh, instated. And then uh, we both became DACA recipients. And then my brother got married uh, almost five years ago and then um, got, had his green card for, for years now. And then uh, almost exactly, today's what, Friday? Uh, a week and a day ago, he uh, got his- uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so again, it just, sure, it just further proves how broken this system is that out of a family of eight, now I'm the only one that yeah, it, is it, it, mind boggling. It makes no sense at all. Um, so, it, I mean, it was first, I mean, it was beautiful. Like my brother, if there's anyone that deserves it more, it's, it's my brother. And, uh, and I was like beyond static. It was a very emotional day. And like, he even told me like right after he's like, it just, he like, he's like, I, I usually get pretty emotional, you know that, but the reason I didn't is cause like, it just seemed very unfair. It didn't seem, it seemed so unjust that I got something that you also deserve just as much uh yeah and he's like yeah like it I, I won't really celebrate or won't be happy until we both get what we deserve and that's because yeah, you've been here 22 years right yeah 20 it's great it's mind-blowing to me yeah that Which is, is wild. Yeah, uh, drives me so, i don't know what this magic solution is i don't know if it's wiping out all of congress and starting fresh with people who have souls and integrity yeah. not saying that they are all scumbags but i don't know the faith yeah. in the faith in in the government is gone. Oh, totally. Um, at least in my house. Um, <laughs> so, well, yeah, that, that's the last sort of person. Yeah, I mean, that was like just kind of like a little anecdote to show that yeah. it's just been so frustrating that even now with uh, basically the the Democrats holding control of all three sectors of the government. So we hold the house. We have. Kamala being the decide the tie-breaking vote in our favor in the Senate, we have a Democratic president in Biden, and we still can't get anything done. It's just that just yeah, shows you, th you think it'd be a slam dunk, exactly. And I get, and it's it all it's all coming down to the filibuster rule. And again, I I, I know a little bit about it. I watched like a few videos. Trevor Noah actually did a, a great job of explaining it. Um, I watched uh, one of the videos that because when it was kind of like the main topic of conversation a, yeah. a few months ago. Um, and yeah, I mean it it doesn't really make sense, and it doesn't really have a very uh a very uh what's it called um favorable like kind of background or or uh impetus at all at all it's like it really kind of stemmed from where during the civil right civil rights movement and um it's just i mean it's it it just seems like it doesn't make any sense um and the reason the republicans are are holding off so strongly is because obviously if it got if it got taken away then then the democrats would kind of do what what we'd well, both sides are afraid of it. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, I don't know. I just don't, it's, I, I get, that's where I sort of get extremely frustrated with, with the government and, and, uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah. that's kind of long and short of it. We like long and shorts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for the update and we will continue to do this and, and we'll just keep having these. Till this happens and then our last one is going to be the great is it great is going to be a great day when when you get when you're getting your badge man yes that'd be amazing yeah i think the next real update will be i mean i was right before this i was kind of researching when and like you can't find out when like 
you know, you can't Google when will when the will Senate the next... vote on this bill. It's just yeah. like it's they don't even know so arbitrary and it's they have all these recesses and like it's wild to me. But um, but yeah, the next I'll definitely I mean we stay in touch, so I'll definitely text you when uh if I hear anything about the Senate coming to coming to a vote. Um, and then hopefully we'll see what happens with with those votes. Cause I think we need like 60. And right now we have 50, Kamala being the, the tiebreaker, but we would need around nine or ten Republican senators to flip uh, and vote in our favor. But um yeah, so we'll see. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll so see. what like in closing up someone that may be new listening to this and again if you're if you're new this is our fourth episode of of this series just kind of learning about this and talking about this that we started uh like a couple weeks before the election is there anything else that that maybe you want people to know that we haven't already talked about or i haven't asked um yeah i mean i think back i I, like you said i think we've talked about it in previous episodes but it's just and what we just mentioned it's like the system's clearly broken someone like myself and i'm no again i'm no angel and there's literally they're doctors and nurses that are doc recipients that their profession is, doesn't make them an angel man yeah but i mean no just just their, a soul, their soul does their their content of their character which you have a lot of that's thank okay. you. so yeah you're you just you're above those people <laughs> thank you but i mean it just like just from a from a um what's it called no but i think what, what 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 frustrates me is that these people are doc recipients who are doctors who are essential workers who literally risked their lives for this past year and a half, and like, it's they they what 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 did they get out of it? They they came out of a global pandemic. We're thankfully nearing the end of that, but they're they're still back in limbo. They're still back in this like yeah. uncertain future that like they went into this global pandemic with. Like they could have very easily left and gone back to their countries, or I mean, it's just like. The fact that these people, and like you said, like they're, we're everyone, it's we're, we're teachers, we're classmates, yeah. neighbors, whatever. People contributing to the greatness of this country. Exactly. Um, and the fact that we, like some of someone like me who's been here for 20, over 22 years, still hadn't like, all I know is the U.S. is my home. All I know is the culture of the U.S. is my yeah. culture. Like, and the fact that I still don't have peace of mind, I still don't have. I still don't know where I'll be in essentially two years. I, oh yeah, another thing. Um, I, I actually don't think we'd mentioned this last podcast, but uh, so my my work permit is currently expired. So it for those of, for those of you who don't know, it's doc recipients have to renew their work permit, which essentially is a, a card that allows you to be here legally and work here legally, which expires every two years. Mine expired um, April twenty seventh, um, and I sent mine in back in. At the, at the towards the end of February and still haven't heard back. So again, back to your point, Brian, it's like, there's no incentive for the, you send it to the USCIS, United States uh, Customs and Immigration Services. And it's, they, they have no incentive to, to produce it and to process those applications quickly. So mine's been sitting there for over three months. And now if I wanted to, so I can't apply to leave the US now that that benefit of, uh, of DOC recipients, which was that you're able to apply to leave the United States, uh, pay a fee, but apply to leave the United States under cer- certain uh, circumstances, like <coughs> if you're visiting a sick family member or going for work or educational purposes. I can't do that right now because I'm just, I need that permit first, that work authorization document first before I'm able to pay the government more money and then wait another like two, three months to get that travel document um, to be able to go home and go back to my original home. Um, so yeah, that's another frustrating part of it. For that's sure. very kind of them that they will let you get a permit to pay them more money. 
Exactly. Kind of, that's very generous of the government. Yeah. When you just uh, talked guys before we came on the air here, you mentioned that your work, you're doing a lot of stuff for your work and they're traveling overseas and you can't go, you know, you're doing all the back, you know, the background work, but you can't go. Yeah, you know, exactly. What I was telling too. you is yeah, what I was telling you is that uh, a big incentive of, of my current role at my at my job is is that you know you put in a lot of work, uh kind of logistical work and and background work, and then that leads to these big events that we do internationally. And and my my name was on the list to go to uh, one of these 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 like pretty big international events last month, and I had to tell them that I can't go because I don't have a travel permit. Um, and then again, they're going on Monday to another international destination. Can't go to that. July, they're going to Europe, and again, all these events I I would be kind of slotted to work at and uh, and enjoy. And I, I can't go because because of my current my current status because of status, yeah. which is I think your status should be based on like Martin Luther King, the content of your character. That's how your status should be. You're a scumbag. You don't get you don't get passes if you're a good person. You get passes. Yeah. You know that that's that, that's I wish, simple. I wish that's how it worked. I think we just solved it. As we just yeah. solved it, I'm sending this to somebody. We should just start our own, own country, Brian. Jeez, it's so stupid. Yeah. So stupid. Well, okay. Um, thank you for the update. Sorry, there's no progress and it's still dumb. Yeah. Um, so but, let's, um, let's, yeah, I'll let's keep you posted on. I'll text you next again. time. There's, a, there's an update and then we'll get we'll get on another one of these. Okay, perfect, man. Thanks so much for your time. Again, it's good seeing you. Of course. Thanks, Brian. Thank you again for listening to the Parish to Thought Show. We would love your comments and feedback on our website at briankeithparish.com slash feedback. If you love or hate what you hear, please give us a rating on whatever platform you find us. You're still here? Click on the next episode for more from the Parish to Thought Show.